Welcome back to Open Doors at St Lawrence College, the podcast that sheds light on all facets of life within and surrounding UK independent boarding schools by connecting with staff, pupils and parents of St Lawrence College, an independent co-educational boarding and day school situated in South East England. Each week we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking questions and spending time to understand more. In this episode, we speak to school chaplains James and Tim. We find out from them how the Christian ethos can be communicated throughout a school, what it's like to live on campus at a UK independent day and boarding school, and how services in a school chapel can be adapted in times of lockdown. So come with me as we step into this episode. James and Tim, thank you for being here today and welcome to this podcast episode. How are you both doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you, I think. Uh, Yes, likewise, and uh, thank you for having us. It's good to have you both on, it really is. And in this episode, we're going to be unpacking some of the areas of school life that you both get involved in. But before we do that, and just for the people listening to this, we're recording this on a Friday lunchtime. So thinking about your typical schedules, how do Fridays usually look for both of you? It's a good question. (laughs) I suppose normally for me, it would be getting ready for well, Saturday lesson, but also Sunday chapel and planning that really, uh, that's what I sort of spend some of my Friday afternoon doing. And sometimes Friday evening, I'll go out and visit the boarding houses um, Mm -hmm. uh, in a pastoral capacity. That's what I'll be doing. What about you, Tim? Yeah, I tend to do a boarding duty on a Friday night. So uh, take a break over lunch and then, then prepare for that in the evening and any last minute stuff for Saturday teaching. Tim, what does that entail, boarding duty? Tell me more and more about that. So I'm in one of the senior boys' boarding houses and a boarding duty covers the time between the start of the college's supper at six o'clock until the, all the pupils have gone to bed at 11, which is the final lights out for the upper sixth. And it's an opportunity to just spend time in the house. To uh, I take them, we have a time of, for prep or homework uh, supervise some activities in the sports hall it's just giving them a bit of downtime as well and it's nice to get to know the boys in a slightly different context than the classroom. Tim thank you for that James just to go back to what you mentioned there about uh, planning and preparing for chapel on Sundays uh, take us through a little bit of that before we get into the real core of this podcast episode what what does that usually involve when you're preparing for chapel on Sunday? Uh, that's a good question so I um Obviously, we have quite a variety of not necessarily Christian students. So I, I try to make it, um, it's quite, Sundays tend to be quite informal, almost like a, a youth group. So I will pick a Bible passage um, uh, so uh, that we might be going through. So we've actually been going through the book of Philippians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll get a main point from the passage. Uh, and then I will try and use that to shape the whole service. And And normally we have a a sort of introductory, we could call it game, which mm. Tim often, you often help out with that, do you? Uh, and um, to sort of introduce the, the theme or the main point of the passage, um, and it will try and involve as many students as we can, although I have to admit with, with lockdown, that's been very difficult. But, mm. uh, and then, and then you yeah, know, we'll have that sort of introductory game, and then uh, we'll, I'll give a short talk, or sometimes Tim will do the talk and then prayers, uh, and then it's, it's not it's not it's not particularly long service. It's quite informal. It's about half an hour. And we'll also have some singing as well. And um, I sometimes uh, with Tim play the guitar for that one. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a bit more relaxed than the weekday chapels. So 
just planning a sort of the, the the theme, the main point, a game, and uh, and, the, and really writing the talk. That's what it involved. Just tell us a little bit about the Christian ethos approach within within St Lawrence College and how that's communicated throughout the school. That's a very good question as well. So, I guess it's 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 communicated um, essentially with uh, I was going to say activities to, uh, where we have chapel Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I also run some Christian unions in the evening. So I do a Christian union in the girls' house on Monday evenings and a Christian union in the boys' house on Thursday evenings. So you have those sort of act. And then we also do what Tim has been running. What do you do again, Tim? Remind me. Well, oh, yes. we, we do Christian unions in different stages oh, through, oh, yes. through all sections of the school. And particularly during these times, trying to, uh, uh, you know, adhering to year group bubbles, for instance, hmm. we, we split it by house or by year group. Or So, yeah, junior uh, uh, Christian union for the uh, essentially the pupils who would be the top end of prep school. So years seven and eight. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I also run some sort of assemblies in the junior school as well, the prep school and the pre-prep. And then I, I think that also... Uh, I suppose I, I, I hope that, that or at least we try to embody the kind of Christian ethos in terms of our pastoral care mm-hmm. and uh, our service. You know, I, I suppose I sort of sum it up that, you know, a key Christian value is is putting the needs of others first. And, and that we're trying to sort of encourage that um, among the students and um, as, as, and model that as staff as well. Just ignoring for a second the events of 2020, Tell me a little bit more about how a normal year is. You've told me about some of the ways that you communicate throughout, you know, throughout the school. But what sort of big events are there that happen throughout the year that you both as chaplains would be would become involved in? We have quite big sort of school events like Remembrance Sunday mm. and um, the carol service. Uh, also, we're doing sort of confirmation this year, which is going to be uh, quite a big sort of uh, event. Uh, and then I'm trying to think, what else, what else do we do, Tim? I suppose one of the biggest services is also the Leavers service, which uh, goes in with our speech day and prize giving at the end of the college's academic year. And really, the, we try and follow the liturgical calendar throughout the year yeah. and also right. add in significant events to celebrate the beginning and end of, of holidays or terms. Christmas, Easter, and then end of year as well. Yeah, we'd normally have a sort of Easter service, which mm. I've sort of done online. I was trying to think, though, outside of chapel, though, do we have any sort of big events? I suppose I, want, I wanted to do a sort of um, a kind of Lenten, series of Lent talks, inviting people to come in mm. and, and sort of give more opportunity for people to explore the, the Christian faith. But I've, I suppose I've only been here two and a half years, mm. of which some of that has been locked down. But this is, this is things to work towards, I guess. And I've heard that the Christmas chapel service is especially good. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, that, that is quite a, a big event. So um, uh, the school choir practice uh, a lot. Uh, we, so we have some carols and some candles. Uh, and it is, I think, on the whole, a lot of staff come uh, and pupils enjoy that. We also open that up to parents and they have their own carol service. And it's, it's, it's your sort of traditional nine lessons and carols although I've slightly shortened it a bit but yeah it's that it's that kind of thing and it's also I suppose a chance to reflect on the meaning and importance of Christmas 
uh, and uh, why it's such a significant event. So I mean, it, it is it is good. Picking up from what James said, it's also the whole college community, right, be that pupil yeah. staff or parents or governors. I think that's what makes it very special as well, that we are we, we gather as a whole college community. Gosh, so it must be really quite packed in there. Is that right? Well, logistically, it works <clears throat> in that we split it between two services to en- enable everyone to be there. But mm. yeah, we, uh, we, it, it, especially the the wider community service, it's it's full. And it, yeah, and it's nice. It, it has that nice sort of Christmas sort of feel. I, I, personally, for me, it really prepares me uh, mm. spiritually for, for Christmas as well. Mm. Now, stepping outside of chapel for a second, James, I'm told that you live on campus at the school. So can yeah. you describe the site for us, imagining that you're describing it maybe to people who've never even stepped foot on the campus? I describe it a bit like a bubble within Ramsgate. So um, where I live behind me, there's a whole load of playing fields. Um, so you've got all the sports pitches, uh, which is very nice to go and walk around. And then if I just go across the road, uh, I'm in the main school campus, which once again is sort of I'm greeted by the chapel green, which is very nice. Uh, lots of uh, nice manicured lawns and uh, sort of, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's very pleasant, um, very pleasant place. And the gardeners do a wonderful job, or the mm. groundsmen of looking after it. Yeah, they're very good. So tell me some of the benefits then of living on campus. Well, the, I suppose the main benefits are, it, it, yeah, it's nice to have the space, particularly in lockdown, actually, for the, the I've got three girls and they've been sort of being able to run around the, the backfields. But also it's quite convenient living close to work. Like like Tim, I do a boarding duty and, and I can just, rather have to get a car at 11 o'clock and go home I can just walk home um and that that is a big benefit and, and it's just also nice being part of a community there's lots of other staff that live on campus and my children can go and play with their children and yeah it's 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 fun it's fun um and you you get use of some of the facilities as well so there's a gym although I never go in the gym <laughs> I don't do gyms uh, there's a swimming pool which we have used in the past and and uh, yeah, and tennis court. So it, it, it is, it is very fortunate. Yeah, we, we feel very blessed to, to live in the, in, the, in the campus. So, are there any downsides then to living on campus? Well, yes, in that because you're so close to work, uh, I, I spend a lot of time at work, and I mean, in a way, it's it's good because if you, you know, as a, as, a, as the chaplain, my flock are, are here. If you want to, get, and I can all I have to do is just walk over the road, and I can go and visit them. But it means that I do I do spend a lot of time in in school sometimes you know you want to have a bit of a break from that and I guess because of lockdown we haven't been able to go away in the holidays so it, it, it has been quite um yeah it's quite hard to switch off from work I, I think yeah I can I can fully appreciate that yeah now Tim you've been at St Lawrence College for five years how has the role of chaplain changed over that time or Beyond that, how do you think it may have changed over the last, say, 50 years? I mean, I, I've, I've been lucky enough to work with James now and his predecessor. And it's been lovely to see how the chaplain is a, a key person in the community's life. The chaplain brings their own personality to many things. And it's a great pleasure to see that, to see that happen. I think because... We're lucky with our with our current chaplain James, or you know, kind, and also yeah. with our previous yeah. chaplains that their personality and integrity 
are very visible to, the, to our pupils. And so part of the community's sense of the Christian ethos is through the presence of the chaplain and the way their, their personality shifts between uh, incumbent. Over the college's history, many uh, the original headmaster was a priest and many headmasters since have been uh, ordained ministers. And in the in the last fifty years yeah. or so, the the chaplain well, has actually I probably I should probably say actually fifty years ago, uh, my father was the chaplain at the school. So, <laughs> so I should really ask. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, I mean, I didn't intend to follow in his footsteps, but that's the way it's happened. So there's a there's a pleasing circularity there that there's a Goodwin Hudson at both end of that fifty year uh, yes. time scale. I mean, it is exactly fifty years ago. He was he was here. Uh, and many of the, the old Laurentians do email me. <laughs> it's quite funny. I, I suppose one thing I guess I'd noticed, I, I think when my father was here, as, as Tim was saying, they, they, you know, traditionally they, some of the, a lot of the headmasters have been sort of ordained ministers. The, the, I'd say that the chapels are a bit less liturgical, if that mm. makes sense. We, we are, I mean, we, we have a, a, um, a screen in the back of the chapel and I can show videos and, and PowerPoints and things like that. I mean, I, I, have, I have done some liturgical services, but mm. I can mix it up a bit more. Mm. Uh, actually, my, I think even my dad was a bit uh, avant-garde for his time. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, it, it, is, it is less less liturgical, I think. James, just tell us a little bit more about that. Tell us a little bit about how you had to adapt chapel services during the pandemic of 2020. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good point. So um, I've still kept up with the number of chapels, but I I basically um, started to just... Uh, so I, I, I started off with a kind of a vlog uh, where I'd give a sort of a, a talk and then, and then have uh, sort of pictures that would come up uh, to illustrate the talk. And uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm sort of doing a mixture of um, speaking on camera, but then trying to sort of put in film clips and things like that. Uh, and also, I've also done something similar to what we're doing here, interviewed lots of people in the community. So mm. Tuesdays tends to be a, 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 your straightforward sort of biblical sermon on some sort of theme. Um, or, or, or not just that, it'd be something like, uh, I've recently done a series on you know, how do we understand social media and how do, how do we have a sort of a Christian understanding of social media? And that's been quite interesting. Uh, but yeah, on, on Thursdays, I, I would interview, I've interviewed people in the community um, just so that uh, we can kind of as a community get to know lots mm. of different people. That's, uh, that's, that's been a huge lift, actually. I've, I've oh, been away from the kind. college during the lockdown periods and to the chaplain has brought in a sense of the community through interviewing someone we may may not necessarily see face to face and not just mm. teaching stuff but all members of the college community there was a particularly memorable uh, interview with the uh, one of our amazing <laughs> caretakers oh yes uh, and just things like that it helps to draw us together even if we're apart physically back to people that we then we then see when we do return yeah. And it, it's yeah, it's a real boost having that balance between Tuesdays being more of a, a, a sermon or a homily, and Thursdays being more community focused and celebrating the different aspects of our college life. Yeah, I'm dying to know more about this interview with the caretaker now. Claudius, we we have two lovely caretakers. One of one of whom is the man mountain uh, Claude, who. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
keeps the college safe through his diligent work and his sheer presence. Uh, you, you certainly wouldn't want to mess with him. No. Uh, but he, no. he has a heart of gold and cares deeply for the college. And mm. it was lovely to hear that said of him. He, he moved to England and found, felt he, he settled at St. Lawrence at the college because of its community. And that's a lovely message to hear when there are lots of pressures on, on, on staff and lots of pressures on pupils dealing with everything we're, everyone's going through at the moment. And mm. that, that really caught, captured it for me that, that there was such joy in being part of this community. And it was a, a very poignant reminder of that. Yes. Mm. I mean, I've had to learn how to edit pretty quick. And, yes, you and have. It, it has improved, but... I know how long it takes. <laughs> and do you think many of these things will stick around, you know, after the world does get back to normal? Is there anything that you'll keep as part of normality now that you adopted uh, in 2020? Oh, what, in terms of the, 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 the video approach? Um, mm, exactly that. Yeah, so, so well, it, it's funny because I, I, I was actually making videos beforehand. So I, 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 I wanted to get, I want, because... The, in the school we, we, we have, I'm not sure how many nationalities we have at the moment, but we've had at times 40 different nationalities, people from Nepal, people from uh, all over the world, Kazakhstan, and so, uh, and Ukraine. And before, before uh, lockdown, I would interview various students. And because the thing is to get people to speak in chapel, people are quite shy. But if I can interview them on mm-hmm. a one on one basis and then show that video in chapel, um, it's a lot easier, and and I did that as um, so. I'll probably continue to interview members of the community and pupils, and and show it on certain chapels. I think um, it's uh, a particularly nice way when pupils or staff leave the college. James yes. does an interview with them as their parting message to the college. That's been really nice, and maybe that will stay yes. um, as we as we look forward to the to the future. And I guess by having a recording of it, they'll be able to take that with them as well. Well, yes. Right. I mean, yeah, that, that, well, that's true. So I, I recorded some German students who, who left last, uh, you know, before the end of uh, last Michaelmas mm, term. Mm. And, and then they send it all on to their parents. Their parents uh, end up uh, watching it and then mm. they like it and they, they write. And it's, it's quite nice. It helps. It helps the parents all over in Germany or, or Nepal or wherever they are see what see what people are up to in chapel. So it it works quite well. Um, I, I interviewed some Nigerians, and that's got quite a high view count. Now. Oh yeah, who but, who wants to be president was a, yeah. was a popular. <laughs> that's true. And, and uh, I think they and I think the parents can therefore see, see um, yeah their children. It, it's quite a good way of incorporating those yeah those who are not who can't physically be present with mm-hmm. us. And I do enjoy it as well, um, but it, I do know how much work it is. Uh, a uh, quick question for both of you. Uh, this is to do with yourselves now, not the college at all. Um, which song or hymn do you find most uplifting to sing when you're both in chapel? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, we do sing Jerusalem at the Leavers service. Mm-hmm. And while it's not one of my favourite hymns, it, I think it does capture the moment there. And that's always very precious. Um, a particular college favourite might be In Christ Alone. I was going to say that, yeah. They, they seem to love uh, In Christ Alone, and there used to be some upper sticks who said, oh, sir, can we have that, can we have that penal substitution hymn? <laughs> and, <I was> bit, <laughs> uh, and it was because in the, for their RSA level, they have to learn about mm. penal substitution, yeah. and they knew that that hymn really articulates it very well. And so mm. before their RSA level exam, we had the penal substitution In Christ Alone. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I yeah we do we do enjoy that and um and we we can play it quite well as a, as a tim and I, tim's on bass and i'm on guitar and i, I can play it quite well sometimes on the uh, we've done it um, a few times haven't we yes yeah I, I think that that would be yeah it's certainly one of our favorites it, it, it's a great one it really is yeah. um we need to bring this to a close in a minute but for anyone who's heard anything and might have any follow-up questions about anything you said how should they get in touch um please uh email me as the chaplain it's my email is jpgh at slcuk.com. That's jpgh at slcuk.com. James and Tim, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been really good hearing all about life at St. Lawrence College. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you very much, Simon. Yes, thank you. That was James and Tim. Thank you to both of them for coming on to this episode of the podcast. And don't forget, you can contact James directly if you have any questions at all about boarding school chapel life by emailing jpgh at slcuk.com and he'll be there to help you. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then why not share it with someone else that you think would appreciate hearing it too? You can find it by searching Open Doors at St. Lawrence College on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you follow or subscribe, then you won't miss the next episode when it's out. But thank you for listening to this episode and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.